How's it, everyone? Welcome to Let's Talk Digital with me, Audrey Naidu. On this podcast, you will find uniquely South African digital content brought to you from a local perspective across the industry. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the conversation. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Let's Talk Digital. With me today in the studio, we have Monique Clarsen, Client Service Director of Cancer South Africa. Monique is responsible for both media and all things digital. Welcome to the studio, Monique. Hi, thanks for having me. No, it's a pleasure. Um, I think with all our guests, we always start to ask the question, tell us more about yourself. So I am I'm a mom of a five-year-old, which in itself is very exciting. Um, I am older than Google, which I love telling my nieces and nephews all the time. They don't believe me. Um, I am a Sudoku fan. I'm a bit of a geek when it comes to all things data, hence working for Kantar. And I absolutely love coffee in the morning. I can't survive without that. And red wine. And those are my, my, the loves of my life, I guess. Mm, I can associate with the coffee and red wine, definitely. <laughs> so, yeah. so I'm going to ask you a, a little bit of a personal question, uh, just to break the ice. Is um, What's your favorite karaoke song? Sure. The, my favorite karaoke song, although I must caveat it by saying I am a dreadful singer, is um, Journey. And I love pelting out, I'm a small town girl because I come from Welcome in the Free State. So this has to speak to some part of my soul. Okay. I won't ask you to sing the song fast today. We need a little <laughs> bit of red wine for that. <laughs> yes, I, I think so. Definitely a few glasses. So, Monique, you and I had a brief discussion yesterday, and I think in light of what's going on around the world and in South Africa with uh, COVID-19, we needed to actually uh, talk about how our brands navigating through the COVID pandemic in South Africa and what, in your opinion, uh, how cons- consumers' behavior changed during this time. And I mean, all of this has happened in such a a short space of time. I mean, we've seen a, a drastic change in the last week of consumer behavior. And I know that Cantor is very much at the forefront of consumer research. And you guys have done already done a study on the impact of consumer behavior. I think from your perspective, maybe we can start at the beginning of asking, you know, what has transpired in the last two weeks in terms of the consumer space? Sure. So it, it really is a, a unprecedented space, I think, across all um, industries and all sectors and every single brand. And I think there was a lot of struggle going alongside the panic and the angst of, of how to navigate these waters. From a consumer point of view, obviously, we see a lot of panic buying. Uh, we see a lot of um, panic just in general. And I think brands and sectors have a very, very important role to play, especially in times like this. And it's how they communicate to consumers. So for Cantar, we've already collated different viewpoints across the globe um, on our Cantar COVID-19 space. And it really does look at how different sectors are responding. So 
retailers are obviously um, responding in terms of responsible shopping, so having lots of sanitizers and wipes in the stores. We also see the likes of um, LVMH in France converting their perfume factories to sanitizing factories. And then a lot of retailers doing um, putting limits on you know essential items and goods, less pick and pay, opening up special shopping hours for pensioners. So there certainly is a lot of communication that we see coming across the board from various sectors. Um, I think the key thing for brands is if you're not a retailer um, and you're not a, if you're sitting within the FMCG or alcohol space, um, how do you actually navigate those waters? And certainly we get a lot of questions coming through from, you know, how should brands be spending? What should they be doing on media? How are consumer behaviors changing? And I think that that's perhaps where we can help a lot. We've got a lot of of insights around what to do in the media space um, and how brands should be communicating. So you've just heard, I think it was yesterday, announcement made on selling and buying of alcohol in South Africa. How's that going to affect, you know, consumer viewpoints or perspectives? So I think in certainly in terms of entertainment sectors as a whole, so we're, we're seeing big chains um, right from the likes of um, famous brands and, and, you know, KFC and Yam, right down to the local coffee shops. Um, restaurants and entertainment are definitely, there's, there's no doubt about it, going to be hit quite hard. But we also are seeing a lot of, of interesting developments where, you know, a lot of brands are sending out vouchers. So they're saying, please support us, buy vouchers online that you can um, utilize at a later date, which is certainly helping cash flow for, for smaller um, restaurants and pubs and bars. Obviously, we're, we're seeing a lot of responsible communication coming out saying, you know, um, please order via Uber Eats or Mr. Delivery and that the delivery guys will drop it at the gates and also just reassuring consumers how their food is handled in that space. But there's no doubt that it is going to affect the industry quite widely. Probably one of the best responses that I've seen globally is the Guinness ad um, relating to St. Patrick's Day. So a lot of the questions are, you know, that we get from brands is what do we do now? How is media consumption changing? And of course, we see a lot um, more TV viewership than what we would normally see. There's also a surge in digital. Um, and then there is there is a decline, obviously, in, in out-of-home um, and cinema, which are the sectors which are probably going to be quite badly hit. But it's not just about brands, you know, investing in TV or pulling spend from TV. It's making sure that the communication they have in those platforms are really relevant. So if, if your ad that you've booked spots for um, obviously shows a lot of people partying or um, crowds of people, might be a little bit insensitive given the situation. And Guinness, especially for St. Patrick's Day and parades, they put together an ad which certainly isn't creatively stellar, but it is using old stock footage and images with a really compelling message about how you can celebrate St. Patrick's Day being at home and just with your small group of friends. So it really talks to the importance of, 
of empathy and purposeful communication and they've responded in a really good way and there's been incredible sentiments and um, positive sentiments for Guinness even people that you know don't drink Guinness are saying oh wow they should really start supporting them um when this pandemic has has come down so that's a that's a way that brands can you know tap into the human truth and empathy of what's happening at at the moment because for brands to survive it, it really comes down to those things it comes down to brand purpose and communication and brand experience and brand love so continuing in the same vein that you have always been especially in these times is probably a little bit more risky it does mean that brands have to adapt um, quickly and monitor what's happening on the ground it doesn't mean changing your entire media strategy but it does mean reevaluating your communication strategy and certainly using elements around responsible marketing in terms of what you're doing to safeguard your employees your customers and your your brands so I think you touched on a few important points there. And I want to go back to examples of brands that are doing it right or getting it wrong in South Africa. If you come across a few, I know that yesterday I was on LinkedIn and I saw the Nando's come back to KFC, which I thought, you know, Nando's always have brilliant ads, which are quite clever and witty um, and uh, quite cheeky. But in this instance, I just thought, you know what, um, the timing was very poor in light of what's going on around us. And a brand like Nando's in South Africa should play a more socially responsible role in terms of, you know, either reinventing themselves and finding a new way of showing their quirkiness in light of what's going on. What are your thoughts around that? It's interesting because I, th I think Nando's ads are always quite topical. There's no doubt about that. And I think that in this instance, it is polarizing. We're finding that there's a lot of comms, both positive and negative around Nando's. And I, I would perhaps argue that Nando's, that's part of their brand identity, right? The brand identity is to be quite um, topical and in your face. So in, in terms of uh, overall response, it certainly is taking the same um, opportunity that Nando's has always seen in difficult situations. I think perhaps what overshadows this is the, the scale of the issue, where people are either feeling very emotional about it, especially since it's a global issue. Um, and, and I think that it could, it could hurt Nando's in some sectors, and other people might not be that phased about it at all. And so th that, that's one example, which I don't think is a brand getting it necessarily right or wrong. Um, I think they are holding on to their brand identity, but perhaps it, the communication isn't landing in the same quirky way with everyone that it has in the past. I think if we, if we look at brands that are getting it right in terms of the, the types of communication, so big service providers like DSTV opening up, um, different channels free of charge. I think that that really talks to the heart of people self-isolating at home. Um, I think that the industry partners like Howler um, with ticketing and events, I know that that I had an event that was recently postponed. Um, and Howler sent out a really great emailer and it was, it was empathetic. It was talking about how 
you know, it's not just about um, asking for a refund, but but really understanding the industry and thinking about the effects that it has on everyone else. So DJs, caterers, and um, everyone who works at the event to say, to, to really ask people to be empathetic um, at this time. So I thought that was a great piece of communication. I think there's a lot of communication around, you know, Google and Zoom opening up um, business work from home apps at, at lower rates or making these free. So, so I think that there are brands that are communicating well. The one, and, and also banks, I think I've seen a lot of communication from banks that are quite responsible talking about, you know, digital banking and mobile banking and online banking and making sure that you're utilizing these and lots of great educational tips on how, how these things work. Um, and I think those are all brands that are authentic in their communication, really trying to to help people understand what the industries are going through. The the one industry that I would love to to hear from is definitely insurance. If anything, insurance has been quite quiet. And if you look at how consumers are turning towards digital or social media, there is so much about small businesses, you know, really asking consumers to be patient with them and to support them because insurance their insurance doesn't cover this particular pandemic and there's a lot of fear you know there's no mention of which insurance um, these these providers or these little businesses are with but certainly there is a sense that i'm starting to feel amongst you know myself my family my peer group that we are where are the insurers why are they so quiet why haven't we heard anything from them and um, and I, and I think that that is an industry as a whole that's just been very, very quiet, especially in light of all the, the chatter that's going on and the, the different sectors that are struggling. I would really like to hear more from the insurance guys. Certainly, I don't see um, anything in any of my social feeds um, across platforms. So that's a particular sector that I think could be doing better and could be playing a bigger part and could be playing an educational role um, with consumers and brands um, before, you know, we get government legislation, which is, I believe, coming through today on how to help SMEs um, navigate these waters. I think that there are other brands that could be more proactive in this area and we haven't heard anything from them. I, I do agree with you in terms of the insurance sector. I also think that the, the health sector, the big players like Discovery, Momentum, all of them need to actually have a, a bigger voice in the market right now. I just want to touch on, um, so one of the key trends that is is now relevant to us is social distancing. I want to pick your brain in terms of what does this mean for media and media patterns changing and i just want to touch on on this from a marketing perspective um mm. what are some of like i was having a discussion with somebody this morning in terms of what are some of the media channels that's still going to be relevant where a lot of people are saying that put your money into digital and tv but yet a lot of the masses don't have access to the internet, for example, for them to be on digital. So local radio stations are still going to be quite relevant with social distancing. What are some of your views on this? 
So I agree with everything you said. I think that we are seeing um, an uptake in TV viewership across all channels, both within the paid TV space and the terrestrial TV space. And we, we're seeing that similar trend across the globe. So certainly a lot more TV viewing. In terms of radio, we we are seeing, or I would expect that the, the trends in South Africa hold true for what we've seen in some of the other developing countries, which is that radio listenership will, will actually tick up. And amongst consumers that have access to internet and really fast speeds, the the increase in things like podcasts and streaming we've seen that globally and i have no doubt that we'll we'll see that in south africa in in the next few days and weeks to come i also think that there's been a massive change in esports um, and obviously people being at home and and people that have access to to esports and participate in esports globally and the subscriptions have certainly started to increase and we're seeing a lot more traffic um, on all esports websites. So there's you know there's an opportunity for brands there as well, certainly within the esports sector. Parts of the media and digital predictions that Cantar had at the beginning of the year was the increase in esports. And um, if anything, we're just seeing that explode much sooner given the circumstance that we find ourselves in. There is an opportunity for brands, certainly. Um, but I think it's more than that. It's not just about you know, let's take our content and, and put it into digital. We need to be sensitive of the communication and that we're putting in into the digital space. So now more than ever, um, whilst relevance targeting has always been um, the number one priority in a digital space, relevance targeting now is even more important, um, especially if you have a campaign you know, which, which doesn't touch on COVID-19 or, or doesn't really have a purposeful role to play. It's important that that digital comms is matched to a relevant content that consumers are, are actually interacting with. I've just come across some stats on mobile gaming has increased by 23% in the last three weeks. How can brands <laughs> tap into this from an entertainment perspective? Yeah, so it's it's the same, I guess, with, with digital, right? So mobile gaming, what we have found in a lot of the cross-media studies that we've conducted is in mobile gaming, um, in-app rewards, so where you have, you know, you get to watch a 30-second ad or a 15-second ad and, and you get rewarded in, in some way. We've always seen that that has worked really, really well in terms of ad awareness. Again, though, if we have a lot more brands jumping onto that bandwagon, there's no doubt that, that it will drive awareness. But we need to make sure that we look beyond that. And it's about communication, it's about targeting, and also making sure that, you know, now more than ever, we need to ensure that our frequency capping is in place, not just in mobile gaming, but across all digital sectors. So we need to think about a consumer journey. And if we have the same ad in a mobile game and on Facebook and on YouTube and on Twitter and on TikTok, it's, it's going to explode because consumers might actually see your ad 20, 30, 40 times. So 
I would urge brands and marketers to think about, you know, digital frequency capping, not just within a particular platform, but really think about it holistically across all digital touch points um, that they're using. So Monique, um, the other stat I read is around outdoor uh, placements that this is going to have a huge impact. What are your views on, on that as a media mix? So in terms of, of globally, we have seen obviously outdoor effectiveness decline as people are self-isolating um, and as, as there's less traffic on the roads. So there, there is the possibility that, you know, something similar is going to happen here where there is less traffic and consumers are actually staying in, at home. I do think, however, that we shouldn't disregard um, out of home completely. I think it is about, again, making sure that we buy relevant um, sites and relevant placements where we know that there is still going to be um, traffic and commuters because I think it would be very um altruistic for us to think that they you know all of a sudden we're going to wake up tomorrow morning and there's not going to be one vehicle or one pedestrian anyway um so i think it's not about you know looking at our media plan and saying let's disregard out of home completely um i think let's just expect that the the traffic numbers are going to be lower but they are certainly not going to be zero so there is still a role that out of home can play. It's just a strategic one. I think uh, whatever you said is, is quite valid. And the reasons why I'm asking you these questions is that on the other end of the scale, we don't want brands to also panic because, like you rightly put it, frequency capping on digital is going to be a nightmare if everybody then decides to put all the investment into digital. So I think we need to just gain perspective and ask ourselves what would be the right media mix and to your point on contextual targeting who's my audience what message am i relaying to them and what is the objective of that communication i do see a gap in terms of what can brands do more of in the content space um, what are your thoughts around that so i think um, i think if you don't have anything relevant to say don't say it especially now in the in the time that we're in um so if you are looking at content and you know creating content and curating content it's important that those principles i guess of what we see and continue to see through the 2008 recession um, and, and prior to that, we've always tracked brands and, and understand how you know brands make it through periods of difficulty. And the brands that, that make it through and continue to survive, um, even though all brands see a decline, strong brands are the ones that bounce back more quickly. And if you're looking at what you need to be communicating and what content you need to be putting out there, the principles remain the same. And um, you need to stick to your brand purpose in an authentic way. And um, you need to make sure that your communication is, is relevant. And now more than ever, you need to focus on brand experience and brand love. So the brands that are meaningful and are different and that, that are authentic and, and stay true to their values alongside being, you know, mindful of what's happening around us 
are the brands that no doubt will will bounce back much quicker when this is all over than the brands that do nothing. So I think, yeah, that is nicely put. In terms of South African market, and I know you touched on SMEs because I think they are more uh, vulnerable during this next couple of weeks in terms of whether their business is still operational or not. Um, what advice would you give them? That is a very big question. Um, Sorry, Monique. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I can only answer from, you know, without my Cantor hat on, I can only answer from from one human being to another human being, right? I think that, that SMEs, it is about customer experience. So there is a, a few brands that I interact with um, that have sent really great emails, really great communication. And looking at the voucher bit that I that I touched on earlier, saying, you know what, please still support us. We, you've always been a loyal customer. Um, instead of cancelling, please buy a voucher, and and you know then you can um, redeem that in six months' time. And and, and that works. I, I find that communication quite authentic. I think what happens, though, is that if you make promises to consumers, you need to make sure that you deliver. So there are cases of brands that have said, you know, um, order from us online. um, And instead of the 24-hour delivery, we will give it to you within three to five days, right? So, and there's a 20% discount. So so that works. It's a win-win for me, win-win for the retailer. Um, but on the day of delivery, which was supposed to be today, um, I got a message to say, oh, sorry, we, you know, we can't actually make the order and no, no timeline of when it's going to be received. So I think if you're asking consumers to be empathetic and to work with you in this situation, you also need to deliver on that customer experience and make sure that you communicate if anything over communicates, um, tell consumers what you're doing, how you are safeguarding them, explain the situation. I think now is not a time for brands and um, to be or SMEs to be silent. It's really a, a time to communicate and communicate a lot. I think yes. I think to all brands, this is the time to put your creative hats on. Also, see opportunities for them to actually play. In, in a more authentic, purpose-driven space because we now need to look at the human element of marketing now more so than ever. And those brands that do it right are going to be successful in the long run. I agree. I suppose the the one thing about media that I want to, to just add on to what you said about not panicking, right? So we know that Brands that go dark, and um, Cantal has quite a lot of, of learnings on this. Brands that go dark and they pull all their media spend, and they have about six to eight weeks. After that, their brand actually starts uh, declining negatively. So although you want to safeguard yourself, it, it really isn't about completely going dark and going off off um, air or off any communication, you need to make sure that you maintain brand presence and that that brand presence has to be authentic. So for all the brands and and advertisers out there that are thinking of completely scrapping their their spend, I think the the one thing that I want to leave them with is 
you know, you you have to safeguard yourself, but please don't pull everything off air and, you know, think that your brand is just going to be fine. If anything, you will start in a much more challenging space after this pandemic is over with no advertising than what you would have had you kept um, some advertising and a presence. And then in closing, um, any thoughts that you want to leave our listeners with? I think um, from my perspective, and the reason why I asked that is those people that are supporting brands, and I'm talking about agency partners, um, especially media and creative, uh, what are some of the, the recommendations or thoughts that you can leave with them? There are three things that I would uh, like to leave everyone with from this, this talk. The one is make sure that your communication is targeted um, and relevant, is the first and foremost. And think about a consumer journey. Don't panic. So please don't pull all media spend or disregard certain touch points. So don't disregard out of home and all of a sudden put everything into digital. There is still the brand and the purpose and the role of the channel. I think we we need to, as much as we ask consumers not to panic, we need to ask brands and advertisers not to panic. So think through the role of the, the channel in the mix. And from a creative point of view, you know, now is the opportunity where you can be quite creative. So agencies that have always wanted to do, you know, interesting, cool, creative things and brands have perhaps been a bit scared or skeptical, you know, now's the opportunity to test that. So get out there and be creative and, and test. I think if we had all the great brains um, around the table from agency and had a conversation, there were so many wonderful ideas where maybe in a very strict environment, um, it would be difficult to get those ideas over the line. But now's an opportunity, you know, for for brands to actually test um, and do things differently. So I would urge brands not to retract but rather embrace um, new thinking and, and new ways of doing things and give your agencies the opportunity to help. No, definitely. So some wise words coming through from you. Um, Monique, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. Um, I think this was such a relevant conversation in light of what's going on. And your words are very hopeful and um, optimistic in terms of uh, how brands can actually maneuver and navigate through this difficult time. And Audrey, thanks so much for having me. And hopefully the next time we chat, this is a distant memory. Yes, well, you see, our social distancing uh, Zoom interview definitely worked today. So I'm looking forward (laughs) to listening to this conversation next week when it goes live. Cool, me too. Okay. Thanks, Monique. Pleasure. Have a good Friday. Thanks, you too. Thanks for tuning in today. Massive shout out to the Infinity Media team in Santon in sponsoring today's episode. Don't forget to follow my Instagram handle at TalkDigitalZA. Comment on this week's episode. Share your ideas and who knows, you could feature on the next one.